Well, good morning. As we gather on this Thursday in the first week of Advent, we've had a beautiful entree into this beautiful season in our church, beginning last weekend with the first Sunday of Advent, and we continue. So this week we've been studying in Isaiah and in Matthew's Gospel. And in both cases, we have this testimony of the truth of our faith. And such beautiful words today, we're reading from the 26th chapter of Isaiah. A strong city have we. He sets up victory as our walls and ramparts. Open up the gates that a righteous nation may enter, one that keeps faith. Going further, the author writes, Isaiah tells us, Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is an eternal rock. He humbles those who dwell on high, the lofty city he brings down. The feet of the needy trample on it, the feet of the poor. And we know that in uh, many teachings of Christ, it's in humility and in service that we, that we advance the cause of faith, not in our own promotions or our own arrogance. And in Matthew's telling today, we have that reminder from our Lord. He begins by telling us, not everyone who calls out his name, Lord, Lord, Matthew writes, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Not everyone, but only the one who does the will, who's a doer of the will. He goes on further, and he uses this careful language, and we know that in our scripture studies. It's important to look what the author writes, certainly understand context, as we've, as we've said and, and know, but then look at particular words. He says that everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them, everyone, not just a few people, everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like that wise man who built his house on rock. And he tells us likewise, everyone who hears these words but doesn't act on them uh, will be the fool, like one who built their house on sand. And when difficulties come in life, the challenges come, their foundation crumbles because it's not built on the rock, as we heard Isaiah tell us, on this lofty height, this rock, this foundation of our Lord. The saint we celebrate this day, St. Francis Xavier, he certainly built his life on rock. Born in 1506, he was born of Bosque heritage. His family was of nobility. And he enters studies at the University of Paris at the age of 18, and there as a young man, he meets his confrere, Ignatius of Loyola, and they, thee and five others, this merry band of seven, form the Jesuit order, and then take it upon themselves. At this point, they finish their studies, and they're committed to missionary work. So imagine these young men, who are now in their mid to late 20s, embark to the east. They want to go to the east to spread the truth of the gospel. <clears throat> and the east is known. Obviously, merchant tradesmen had been sailing those regions of the world and coming back to Europe for some time, but it's truly not known and not explored and hasn't been Christianized uh, to any great extent. And so, and so uh, Francis Xavier and conf one of the confreres head to Asia. Well, they, they make their way first to Malacca, which is in uh, Malaysia, the Straits of Malaysia to the south, and then sail the coastal waters and arrive finally up north in China, in Canton, as we know it then, Canton. And then evangelize in China, they actually evangelize in Japan, they evangelized in Malaysia, so they are spreading the gospel truth to a great, great many people, but it was their, often their way, they would come ashore from the ship they were sailing and they would come ashore at night so they couldn't be discovered because many of the regional and ruling emperors were not happy with these strange strangers from Europe coming and bringing this diversion of attention away from their power to this unknown, invisible God they would speak of. And that they did, and they spread the word very 
actively. They were active doers of the word. They were active in spreading the faith and living out the faith. Uh, Francis Xavier would adopt the local uh, ways of being. He would only eat a little bit of gruel each day, rice and some water. He was a very simple life. He fit into their society. He was a, a very intelligent man, so he was able to master some of the dialects that he would encounter, which is brilliant for a, a, an individual who had no prior knowledge of the Chinese language and the very difficult language pronunciations that that language requires. And spread the faith he did. In fact, it said he, in his short ministry there, because he died at the age of 46, that he baptized, personally baptized, more than 30,000 individuals. It's so revered, his work in spreading the faith, he dies uh, on a beach of, of an illness, he dies of a fever, and his body is interred and then retrieved and then interred and then retrieved and then interred. That happens three times within a month. They keep moving him around. His body rests today in Goa, India, where he first made landfall as well and spread the faith there. But his right arm, the arm with which he baptized so many, is actually in Rome, enshrined, encased in a reliquy in the primary mother house of the Jesuits. And so that arm, which baptized over 30,000 people, rests today in Rome and you can see it above their uh, altar space, or in their altar space in that beautiful church. So we can take from Francis Xavier this great example of life. Here a man committed to the faith was a doer of the word. He didn't just speak the word, he was a doer of the word. Today we have, as we said, a reading from Matthew's Gospel. Let's look at one more verse from Matthew's Gospel, because this may have inspired Francis. We don't know that, but it can inspire us. I'm sure it inspired him and his confreres. Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my heavenly Father. But whoever denies me before others, I will deny before my heavenly Father. What a, what a call to ministry for all of us, certainly at a time in our nation when being Catholic is critically important. People need to see the truth, the light, the hope that we live in. The world needs that message. And so it's incumbent upon us in all of our interactions with family, with friends, social settings, various uh, workplace encounters, to acknowledge our faith and be public in our faith and say, well, I am Catholic and this is why I believe what I believe or these are the truths I hold on to, this foundation of rock on which my faith is built. We needn't be shy and embarrassed about our faith, right? Quite to the contrary, we need to have the inspiration of people like Ignatius of Loyola and Francis Xavier and go out into the world. We needn't board ships. We just get in our car and go to Safeway and share that gospel truth, which is I am Catholic. Why do you wear that crucifix on your, on your lapel? Why do you wear that? Why do you have that rosary? What is that? Oh, I'm Catholic. Bring the light of Christ into the world. This is what I believe. This is the great opportunity that's before us. We needn't sail the open ocean. We can walk down the street, or go to our workplace or visit friends. So as we continue in our beautiful week, first week of Advent, let's be inspired by those in the faith who've gone before us. Let's Know that God has called us forth in ministry in various ways. Use those skills and attributes that we've been given to advance that cause throughout the world. St. Francis Xavier, pray for us.